So the moral of this story is don't listen to me when I say that I'm going to watch something. <laughs> um, I decided to watch the Clone Wars movie um, because I wanted to. No, no, no other explanation besides that is needed. Um, anyway, so this is the movie that was released in 2008 um, that was a sort of backdoor pilot for the uh 2008 to i guess 2020 is that right i feel like that's that's right um damn that's like a fucking long 12 years um a series of the the animated 3d animated clone wars no the clone wars the clone wars i think the other one was just clone wars um i don't know man there there's too many of them they're all confusing um what do I have to say about this movie? Uh, I don't know. Not a whole lot, actually. Um, I think that th this is a good indication that I can go long stretches of time without talking about Star Wars when I start watching the, the show, which I probably will do like almost immediately after this. Um, my... Okay, so... The reviews for this movie, apparently, were very bad. Um, it is... I. Let me, I can double check this, but I think it was released in theaters. Um, the Clone Wars movie. Um, because I, I like could have sworn it was, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was released to cinemas, um, and I will read you directly from the Wikipedia page. It received largely negative reviews, mainly due to its storytelling and animation style. Um, uh, and it was the lowest grossing Star Wars film to date. Um, now, okay, to be fair, uh, yeah, this movie doesn't compare to any of the other Star Wars movies that exists. Uh, I will say that if you judge it based on those other movies, this does not hold up at all. Um, uh, it's not the same sort of grand sweeping plot that uh, many of the other movies have. Um, and it can't be because it's sort of penned in by the the time frame that it is that it is in and the fact that like all of the other like life changing um, plots and stuff like that like happened. Uh, in the other movies, and so like what you get is is this sort of media that has to fill in the gaps, that has to to bridge the gap between like who the characters were in one movie and who they are in the next, um, and you can't introduce too many like wildly like crazy things because you already know where you're going to end up, um, and it is you know very similar to that the sort of mindset of the entire prequel series of like you know you know where you get you're going to end up but this again like this is sort of penned in of like we have this what i mean this movie only takes place over like a couple of days if that it might be one long it might be one very long day actually um and so like you know you're you're very tra you're very trapped so i i get why this is not as good a movie as any of the other ones i can understand why this is the lowest grossing film ever um a star wars film ever um but it's like it's i i think it's not it's like it's not bad it's not bad is the thing um 
This is, this, no, you know what? The reason why I decided to watch The Clone Wars is because I had a dream last night in which I was watching The Clone Wars with other people. And I like literally, like I sat down and forced my friends to watch this with me. And this is why I'm watching this now. I'm only, I'm like, I'm making this connection. I had a dream that I, <laughs> that I wasn't watching this, so I had to. Um, anyway, what, what, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, fuck, my entire brain has exited. Oh, yes, that this is, um, like, this is not, it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad, um, piece of media. It's just, like, it is exactly a backdoor pilot to a TV series. Um, if this was, like, a direct-to-VHS, direct-to-DVD kind of movie, um, I think it would not be <laughs> as criticized. Um, but, like, what it what it is is this sort of, like, tiny little story in the midst of this three-year-long war that goes on. Um, and so it, it, you know, it is, like, inherently, like, it, it lends itself more to a TV show. Um, the movie is, like, an, an hour and 40 minutes or so, and it, like... It is just a long TV show episode. Um, I think that it's always super interesting to talk about, um, you know, what media is, what different media is is suited to do and how um, movies are really good for these sort of pivotal changing moments or these like overarching like big big ideas like within in capital letters um and tv shows tend to be very much better at like showing gradual progression and sort of the day-to-day life um and so i th- i think that that's why that anything that is going to take place during the actual clone wars um like must be either you know a book form or or, you know, in, in a visual media, it must be a TV show. Um, uh, it's it's why the movies only show the very first battle and the very last, like, the very last two battles in the war. Um, it's because, you know, it's a slog. That's the whole point of this war. It's a war of attrition against the Jedi. Um, and, like, that's not going to be interesting. <laughs> like, that's not going to be interesting to just sit and watch, especially if you're penned in by, like, well, we can't do anything that takes place before this war happens or after it because we already know in both cases. Um, so this gives me very high hopes for the TV show because I was like, oh, this was a fun plot. I enjoyed this. I um, was intrigued by it, and it works well as a TV show if you ignore the fact that it's a movie. Um then the other the other main criticism is the art style um i like go back and forth about this because there are certain characters that i'm like what the fuck are you doing like padme i'm i'm sorry first of all she's got like pointy triangle boobs um in all of her clothing and i kind of hate that because like a like it's the it's the animation thing of like making a character's clothing like form fit to their breasts in a way that like real clothes don't do which is annoying um and her face just looks weird. Um, but, like, you know, some of the other characters are just really cool. Like, I, I love, um, like, Count Dooku's face is just so pointy. It's so very angular and, like, straight, like, these, like, really tall and narrow and, um, 
oh, what is it? Palpatine has this really cool, like, silhouette of, like, his sort of, like, domed head and then uh, leading to his nose. It's really, like, I like that. And it's got these gorgeous, like, um, every time they do these, there's this wide shot of, like, um, they've they've crash landed on Tatooine and there's this, this sort of, like, smoke that's coming out of the uh the wreckage of the ship and it's like this beautiful like um a beautiful scene uh anytime that they show like planets from far away or the, they have this scene where obi-wan and ventress are fighting on a bridge um and in the background is this huge moon um and these sort of these backgrounds are very like painted the, the texture of it is very like like painted it's not as like crisp and clear 3d like the rest of it and it's really gorgeous um but, you know, there are bits and pieces of the, the animation that aren't the greatest. Um, but I love the textures. I love I love some of the character design, at least. I can see why other people would, would maybe be very off-put by it, though, as well. Um, I think that was actually one of the initial reasons that I didn't watch this show, is that um, I, like, I, especially at the time that this was coming out, um, I very much preferred 2D animation stuff, um... Even now, I still, I think I, like, do, like, as a rule, prefer 2D animated things. I just think that you can play a lot more with the art style, and, um, it's, it's more, it's more fun and flexible, but, you know, this is not a, a bad art style. Like, the art is not so bad that I'm, like, I can't watch this. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I mean by this. Um, okay. With that said, I don't have a whole lot of other thoughts about this. Um, this is the movie in which Ahsoka Tano gets introduced. Um, she is the Padawan of Anakin, um, and she shows up, and there, there's this whole thing where she shows up, and Obi-Wan has been asking for a Padawan, um, and looking forward to, to getting a new apprentice, and he's trying to like nudge Anakin and like you know oh like you should you should get a Padawan yourself it's so funny because they sound like they're talking about like Tamagotchis um and not like actual fucking children um but (laughs) he's like you should you should get a Padawan yourself like you'd be a good teacher um and Anakin's like ha fuck no uh a kid would cramp my style um and Obi-Wan's like well, it's an honor and our duty as Jedi. Um, he's like, fuck no. And then this kid shows up and she's like, hi, guess what? I'm Anakin's Padawan. And Anakin's like, oh, fuck no. Um, and it's this whole, it's this whole thing. Um, and, um, well, first of all, to kind of like take a step back from that, Ahsoka is like 14. Um, and she's in this outfit that a 14 year old should not be wearing. She needs to put on some fucking clothes um one um but like with this actual like this plot line of like this apprentice who who is not obi-wan's and is instead anakin's um i'm really intrigued by this um just this whole like thing uh anakin says to obi-wan at like at some point like something tells me this was your idea all along like trying to like kind of of push um Ahsoka on Anakin and I don't know if this will be like talked about later on or if there's you know anything about this in any sort of novelization of this if there exists one um but like I'm interested to know like did Obi-Wan actually want an apprentice or was this you know a sort of weird backhanded ploy to get Anakin to get an apprentice like I don't think it's the latter I like I don't want it to be the latter I feel like that's kind of like weird like weird like it feels I don't know 
not not fully his style. Um, it feels much more like Yoda's style, which it you know is very clear um, that this is what has happened. It's a, a there's this bit um, that like Yoda is basically like pushing for this to be the case, um, and it reminds me very much of like you know what I know of um, Obi Wan's backstory, which is. Uh, or at least in like the the legends version of Star Wars, um, which is that uh, Yoda tried to push um, Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn together as apprentice and master um, because he thought that they would make a good pair, and therefore like I don't know it was just this whole big drama and you know they weren't necessarily right for each other uh, they didn't Qui Gon didn't treat Obi Wan very well as a kid. Um, especially not as a kid under his care and so you know you kind of question Yoda a little bit and then you realize at some point like okay yes maybe good things came out of this this pairing of like parental figure and child figure but um but also what the fuck Yoda you don't need to traumatize children in order to make them into good Jedis um and I feel like that's kind of the same thing that's happening here um and there's like a lot of layers to that there's the first layer is just Anakin is so fucking rude to this 14 year old kid who shows up and is like hi you're my new parental figure and he's like I don't fucking want a kid um follow all of my orders, you're reckless, maybe you'll turn into something good. Um, like, he's genuinely rude to her at times. Um, and it's the kind of thing where I'm like, I can sort of get it in a vaguely sibling way of, like, if you think of Anakin as this, he, he must be, like, 19 or 20 here, um, I think, right? How, okay, because he's, he's 19 in the start of the Clone Wars, um, and he's 22 at the end of it. Um, so he's, like, probably, like, around 20, 21 here, and this is a 14-year-old kid. Um, so he's, like, a couple years younger than me, um, dealing with, like, a, a freshman. And I'm, like, I can get this if, like, you know this person well enough that you can kind of be rude to them. I can see this sort of, this sort of, like, dynamic. But you don't. This is somebody you just met, and you're being an absolute dick, um, to this literal child who's now depending on you, um, Anyway, um, so that's that's kind of ridiculous. Um, I think it's also so wild um, to think of about the fact that they just put this 14-year-old in the middle of a war and they're like, they're kind of just like, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, literally her first thing that she does as like a Padawan learner is go into battle, um, is like sneak behind enemy lines to blow shit up. Um, and like with no, with like, I guess she had practice before, but like with no formal training or anything like that, it's like absolutely nuts. Um, it's, it's really funny because Obi-Wan kind of like tells, tells, uh, Ahsoka and Anakin like, Hey, like go on this nice little bonding field trip behind enemy lines. Um, which is a fun vibe, but it's also like, yeah, nobody sees a problem with this 14-year-old fighting a literal war, um, and it's weird, because, like, okay, like, to be fair, in, um, Obi-Wan's, like, book backstory, he goes and fights a war at, like, at her age, too, like, with a bunch of other child soldiers, um, so, like, maybe his, his perception about that is, is skewed a little bit, you'd, you'd maybe think that, like, he would then know better and be like, oh, fuck, no, I don't want any kids to have to fight what I fought, but, 
But maybe they're just strapped for people in this war and like all of the masters are out fighting and the only way that they can ensure that people learn is to to take them with them and and that's all you can do. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've also we also do have Qui-Gon taking literal nine year old Anakin uh, into battle in the first movie. So maybe so maybe that's just the way it, it'd be. Um, but it, it's kind of nuts. Um, it's also kind of nuts because, like, I guess Anakin is a solid, like, six to seven years older than her. Um, and, um, maybe that's, like, okay. Um, especially because I think Anakin is the sort of, like, general, like, the the age that most, uh, Pad- senior Padawans became, uh, like, a, a Jedi Knight. Uh, Obi-Wan became a knight much later than other people, um, so when he gets Anakin, that's maybe like a little, like he's a little bit older than, than all of the other, the other people who are like just becoming knights or whatever. But similar to Obi-Wan, he, he does this thing where like he, I guess has, has only recently become a, uh, a, um, a, a Jedi knight and now is expected to teach another like teach another person again he like graduates high school and then is told here's a 14 year old kid teach them everything they need to know about high school also fight while fighting in a war um which like again i sort of get in the sense of like jedi are dying they have everybody is scattered to the winds they like have to make do with what they have right now um but also it's the same thing of like this person is not ready to teach someone else necessarily um uh maybe like you know yoda and and obi-wan are both of the opinion that this will be good for anakin and it'll especially help him deal with his like attachment problems where he'll he'll have to like learn to be attached to this padawan and then let her go um but like here's the thing um children are not made to fix adults problems um i think yoda needs to yoda needs to understand this um yoda i need i need you to i need you to understand this if if you can hear me fictional character yoda last name um like stop throwing children at adults who are grieving or trying to cope with like something and thinking that that's going to solve something because like hey it might it like helps that adult grow but also like you're fucking up the child in the in the in the process and that should not be the collateral of that um so while i love ahsoka um so far i don't know she's she's been in 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 very little but she's very optimistic and enthusiastic and good so good sarcastic um I also think that this is just a fucked up situation in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, I also think that this is this is kind of maybe a little bit different from the sort of the vibe we get of um, Obi-Wan and Anakin because this is like, you know, again, like a this is a 21-year-old, 20, 20, 21-year-old looking after a 14-year-old. And that is more like the vibe of like an older sibling caring for a younger sibling than it is like a parent and a child. Um, and, like, I guess even, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, there is that sort of, like, weird blurred line between the the sort of, like, two, 
two roles almost. Um, but here it's like kind of very much like, yeah, no, this is more of like, I'm, I'm your older mentor, um, kind of thing, but also he is her guardian. And so he better be better about not letting her die. Um, please and thank you, Anakin. Um, it also is kind of very funny, though, to see Anakin have to deal with, like, somebody else's impulsiveness, um, because Ahsoka is already shown to be, like, super, super rash. Um, she, or he, uh, he tells her, like, um, something about, like, her, her recklessness, um, is why she would never have made it as Obi-Wan's Padawan, um, but you might make it as mine. And so it's kind of, like, it's A, like, the the exact thing that all parents say to their children of like oh like i hope you have a a kid who's maybe all parents don't say this but mine says this to me a lot um and she said that her mom said this to her a lot um but like i hope you have a kid that's just like you and then you'll ha- then you'll see what i have to deal with um you know when i say it like that it sounds kind of sounds kind of bitter and mean i don't think it was usually said to me um Never mind. I'm going to change the topic. Um, like, it's kind of funny in that way of, like, Anakin's getting a taste of his own medicine. But also, um, it's, like, fun to see, like, these sort of, like, dumbasses be dumbasses together. And then Obi-Wan is off in the corner drinking tea with the enemy. Um, also, just that that statement itself is, like, kind of weird. Like, you'd never have made it as Obi-Wan's panicking. obi-wan's padawan but you might make it as mine um i don't know what i have to say about that it's just like a funky funky thought um blah 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 blah. what else do i have to say um the other thing i have to say is that obi-wan's really funny in this in this um already we have him like he goes to, 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 he gives himself up to distract the, the general in this war, and he, like, requests some tea to have, and he, like, sits there and, like, he stirs his little tea cup, and then he, like, drinks it, um, and then he, like, winks at the general, um, as he's, like, you know, spinning, uh, like, spinning words all around him, um, he has this, like, ridiculously like flirty interaction with Ventress later on as he like duels her with a lightsaber and like calls her like my darling and stuff like that and listen I just I he's got real good vibes of like just this ridiculous like flirting with the enemy um existence uh like he truly like chaotic bisexual energy but like just like on that chart where it's like distinguished um chaotic uh what what is it it's like uh i i will find this and i will find this quickly if it kills me um um it's like that it's that that triple like um grid nine by nine grid of um I think it's usually like a gay, bi, and lesbian. Yes, distinguished, functional, and disaster. Um, here's the thing: is like Obi Wan is like the the weird like overlap of the opposite ends of the spectrum of like distinguished and disaster, um, and it's very funny. It's good, good vibes. Um, he 
also is not in a whole lot of this. This is more like the Anakin and Ahsoka show, which I'm kind of, I'm like kind of here for. Uh, Obi-Wan can go drink tea in the corner while we sort out Anakin's child problems. Um, what else do I have to say? Um, I love the battle droid humor in this. I just, they're so fucking funny. They're so ridiculous. And I really love them. And they make me think about droid personhood and stuff like that. Um, There's also this other really funny bit. Um, So most of this plot is Anakin and Ahsoka are trying to like rescue this baby hut. Um, Jabba the Hutt's son. So somebody had sex with Jabba the Hutt and then birthed out a baby. Um, And this baby is the fucking... (laughs) looks like a fucking like fat sperm <laughs> and and the scene in which this baby is revealed is so hilarious like I, I started crying from laughing so hard and I had to replay it like a couple of times before I could move on um where like Anakin and Ahsoka come up to this like uh this cell and they hit the button and then it's like dark and then like the camera f- flips and like all at once, we see this this grotesque baby like slither out into the light, and he goes Meow! and like makes, <laughs> makes this whack ass noise, and it's really fucking funny. Um, it's it's so very good. Um, R two D two later gets a uh, good babysitting duty, and like the baby is in a backpack and strapped to R two, and it's really funny, and it's also very very I'm like good vibes of like oh man, you know, in an ideal world where Anakin got his head out of his ass and Palpatine wasn't as much of a dick and like Anakin and Padme got to to raise their children you know R2-D2 is gonna be on fucking fucking babysitting duty all the time with like one of the twins or both of the twins strapped to him like that like that's such a that's such a cute image um um what else what else is good about this I have like one thing that I want to talk about, but I want to save that for last. Um, the other other good things about this, um, Anakin has this line where he's talking to Padme in front of everybody else, and he goes, "You have my undying gratitude," and like <laughs> you're like you were about to say, "You have my undying love, my guy." You're you're not slick. Um, there's this other scene where um, Padme is at this like sketchy club and there are just like the the camera so the way the way that the camera is moving is um there's sort of like this central space uh and there are these pillars and like the camera I mean I say this as if it's like a physical camera but like the camera is basically on a track um like on a dolly like that goes from one end of of the hall to the next and it's like behind the pillars so that the pillars like sort of upstage the the main action and we kind of go past the pillars and they're out of focus as we follow like Padme walking up to this this character um and sort of as we do that one of the things that we pan past is like these two aliens making out um behind this pillar um and it's really funny um it like it's such a specific detail that like actually genuinely sets this scene but also it like i'm finally i'm like yes like give me some alien representation i need to see aliens in like i like okay I'm going to take back what I'm about to say, but also, like, I need to see aliens in sexualized positions in this, in this, um, universe. 
Um, now, let me take that back. I don't want to see aliens. Me personally, I, 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 I don't need to Google Star Wars alien porn. Thank you. Um, what I just mean is that this society like talks a lot about sort of the, the human-centric existence and how um, the Empire in particular and like the Sith are very like pro- getting rid of all of these like aliens and and uplifting humans as a species. And so I think it's kind of fun when we can push back against that or when we can like make deliberate choices about that kind of thing and it's um and this is sort of like how you start to see those choices as deliberate is when these background characters who are doing like everyday normal ass things like making out with each other behind a pillar in a cd bar like are you know aliens um anyway I, I i have a lot of weird very specific thoughts about things like that in this universe um other things that was that were fun um anakin has this line where he says a strong attack eliminates the need for defense anakin you fucking idiot um as a sports person i am so very against that you know the best offense is a good defense as ahsoka later on says um but i think it sums up so perfectly the difference in character between anakin and obi-wan um here you have Anakin who's like, I'm going to leave our back shields undone because, and focus on getting the guns to face forward because that's what we're going to need um, in order to have a good offense versus Obi-Wan who defeats a Sith Lord um, and then has the realization that like, fuck, I, I just need to be so good at defense that I can defend myself and other people um, like perfectly and switches his entire like lightsaber skill set uh, and pours it into learning this new form and becomes a master of uh sirisu um and like only like only does defense now like <laughs> just the, the difference of those two characters um what else there's some really good there there's rex is so good in this um he he gets he's he's done so well um he's one of the clone captains um trying to remember that some people listening to this have not <laughs> have not consumed as much star wars media as i have um he's so he's he is the clone captain who serves under anakin and um he has this really good thing where he just starts fucking punching droids um which is really funny because another clone has tried to do it and like broke their fist and was like ow um and there's also this other bit that i am trying to work out hello somebody screaming um so one of the things that we learn about jedi really early on in um a new hope uh, like, really early on, like, chronologically in our real-life world, is that they can do mind tricks on people who are weak, weak-willed, um, and so that's kind of, that's kind of like a, it's kind of a, um, a weird, it's kind of a weird thing, because, like, A, like, I'm, making people not have bodily autonomy is kind of like inherently like not chill um 
like, you know, you know, that's like kind of not chill. Um, I like can sort of excuse it and skate by when I'm, when I'm thinking about like the, 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 you know, the uses that we see it with in some cases, like these are not the droids you're looking for. Like that, like that sort of forced suggestion I feel like is a vaguely acceptable intrusion into another person's brain. Um, when we see, um, like, <laughs> even, like, when we see Obi-Wan say, like, you know, you don't want to sell me these de- death sticks, you want to go home and rethink your life. Maybe that second part is a little bit much, but, like, you know, the first part of, like, you don't want to do this to me right now, like, I-, I need you to not bother with me, like, I get that as, like, a sort of a mister, like, a, di- a redirection of the-, the the sort of water that is flowing, um, but the idea of, like, actively trying to force somebody to do something else like feels a little bit more sith than jedi e um and so we have this this example of that here um when ventress who is like the the sort of sith apprentice um force like mind mind tricks rex into calling anakin um and so we have also been told that these mind tricks only work on people who are weak willed which is an or have weak minds which is another thing that's kind of like I feel like that's such a weird, like, gross, gross, like, distinction. Like, of, like, yeah, like, somebody has a strong mind versus a weak mind. And, like, it's one thing, um, for you to say that, like, this is very distinctly, like, if you have practiced avoiding this, then you will be fine. Um, and if you have not, then you have a weak mind until you train your mind to do, to, to specifically avoid this. Um, if that was the sort of connotations, I would feel fine with that because that makes like perfectly logical sense. But Anakin has this throwaway line in one of the movies, I think, um, Attack of the Clones, um, in which, uh, he tells Padme that like, you know, uh, like the, the Jedi mind tricks won't work on her because she has a strong mind, um, and that's where I'm like, I start to like, eh, this feels weird. Um, anyway, so this this scene happens, and it's kind of unclear whether Rex actually gets force mind tricked, or whether he is play acting, um, or whether he like okay, because what happens is he calls Anakin Anakin, <laughs> he calls Anakin Anakin, um, and is like, where is your location? Um, First off, I think it's kind of, I don't know, like, it's a little bit sad that, like, him calling Anakin by his first name, um, is the, the, the sort of, like, the trigger of, like, oh, shit, something's weird with Rex, um, I, like, I just, I'm, I'm hoping for this, like, sort of, uh, this, this beautiful arc where, like, they come to, they come to realize that they're friends, and they're friendly, and they can, like, use first names and stuff like that, um, but for now, this works great. Um, but so he uses his, he uses his first name and, and Anakin's like, huh, something's up here. And then he's like, where is your location? And Anakin's like, oh, Ventress must be here. Like, this is something, this is some trickery here. Um, so like, it's clear that Rex has at least enough, like, cognizance to, to, to get a message across to Anakin and not be suspicious about it. So it's like, implied that either, like, he's not fully under her control or he has, like, some sway in, in stuff or he's just faking it completely. Um, I like to think it's the latter, um, just because I'm like, I don't know, like, I feel icky about, like, characters having weak minds, um, so in my personal, in my personal interpretation of that, I'm going to say it's very specifically, like, 
if you have not practiced this thing, um, then you have a weak mind. And that's, that's the way I want to think of it. Um, anyway, um, okay. And that brings me, that does bring me to the, the one thing that I think is really cool. And I'm just so excited. Like, this is the reason kind of why I wanted to, to watch this, this series, I think, um, is like, so very specifically for this sort of like, war of attrition, daily life kind of thing. Um, and for the, the sort of like, clone culture, um, I'm really, really intrigued by it. Like, as much as I'm intrigued by the, the Jedi, um, Jedi tradition and Jedi culture and stuff like that, um, in the sort of, like, philosophical way of, of how, how much can I, how much can I debate, like, compassion, loving kindness, equanimity, um, with these fictional Buddhists and, and still feel, um, like I'm not, <laughs> having that same debate about um a real life religion um how much can i tell yoda to to get his head out of his own ass um but no in like in particular i'm so interested in this sort of um clone war like like these people were created they were built and made for a purpose um they were bought they are owned by other people they have had their lives sped up um and have been training those entire lives for this war that wasn't even going on uh until they came of age um these are people who didn't see very many other humans growing up who were isolated um, and who had to form a culture all their own. Uh, there are people who are so similar to each other um, in many surface ways and like viewed by others as so similar to each other that they have found so specific, like such specific ways to distinguish each other. Um, I don't like, it's just, it's, this this idea like it's so interesting um like what kind of comes out of that this this like inherent like brotherhood and 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 sort of like group of people that you belong to that like gives you a sense of purpose but also this sense of purpose is nuts and is um half associated with like the idea that you're not even a person and um i don't know so like like they this this one in particular is really good about showing all of the different, like, paint on the armor for all of the different clones, um, and they, well, what is it, there, there's, um, oh, this includes the sort of sign language that we saw in the, the brief cartoon version of the Clone Wars, and there's, like, they, they have this ridiculous, like, pin-up, um, painting on one of the, uh, the, the ships, that like you can kind of catch a glimpse of um and i don't know like we see a lot of the clones like dying and stuff like that um but we also like i don't know like this is the thing is like you get get very gli- very short glimpses of this in revenge of the sith and also in i guess in just this start of 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 this series um 
that just makes me like I, I like I'm itching for like more exploration of that and that I think is why I'm excited to start watching the, the this tv show version of of this um because I just want to know like how do you deal with that how do you like deal with the fact that you're aging twice as as quickly as other people that um your whole entire purpose was like built for war um that you know at some point like that a fucking like thing in your brain has taken away your your free will and forced you to commit atrocities against the people that you grew to care for like like it's just it's it's so (laughs) it's so intense and it's so good um i'm excited to like pick at that um anyway i thought this was gonna be really short because i didn't actually have a lot to say about this but then i just start talking and then i say things so anyway um i will i will do my best to try not to talk super super often about um every single episode uh that i'm about to embark on on this tv show but no promises bye